The best salespeople in the world are the ones who do it without you even noticing. Everyone's a salesperson, especially if you're an entrepreneur. In the I'm Not Salesy podcast, join me, Cassie McKenzie, and my fabulous guests as we dive into the top strategies, mindset, and energetics around sales and money so that you can hear more, yes, I'm in, instead of crickets or getting ghosted. So if you're ready to fully book out your programs with aligned AF clients and have people chasing you down in your inbox asking how to work with you, then subscribe to this podcast today and become not salesy too. Hello and welcome to another episode of the I'm Not Salesy podcast. So I'm your host, Cassie McKenzie, and I have a special guest today. As you guys may or may not know, I am a, a sales coach for online service entrepreneurs. And so I really don't believe in all of the pushy sales tactics and all of that garbage, you know, it just feels icky. And I created a really successful career in sales for over 20 years with starting with relationships. And that's what I love to teach you. And that's what I love to teach online. In addition to, if you're coming over to this podcast from the Topless Manifester, then you know that I love talking about money too. And I have, I mean, always my episodes on money, money manifestation, money mindset, they were like off the charts, the most popular ones, because everybody loves money. And we we're just like, how can I get more of it without, you know, being a total sleaze bag? So I've got a great um, guest today. So Alejandra Rojas is always on the move. Okay. And she is a finance professional and a coach and a money mindset expert who helps new entrepreneurs become the most profitable version of themselves using her highly affected rich and mess methods. I can't wait to get into this. I'm so excited. So a little bit about Alejandra. After she reached rock bottom when money burnout was reactivated in an old life-threatening sickness again, which I'm so sorry that you went through, like that really sounds awful. And um, she learned that she had to design new methods to attract money without losing her life. And ever since, Alejandra and her clients are crushing goal after goal in life and in business from traveling and dream weddings to more income. So she also has a podcast called Dear Lack, Let's Break Up. And you can also find her work in Yahoo Finance, Go Banking Rate, Clever Girl Finance Podcast, and others. So I'm so excited to dive into this. Tell me a little more about this story and how, like, what was your money mindset and wealth consciousness before versus after? Like, what was that all about? Yeah. Uh, thank you for, for inviting me. Thank you for that introduction. And yeah, that is story was what got me, uh, like today here where I am being, um, the money mindset coach for female entrepreneurs. So um, it really turns back when I was a little kid. So when I was a little kid, um, I was diagnosed with a health immune system condition um, that, you know, for X or Y reason, doctors didn't really give um, a positive outcome to my or positive perspective to my parents. Mm -hmm. And they say, well, enjoy her because she's going to be just here until six years old or oh eight God, years old. Max. No. <laughs> yeah so that really pushes them pushes them to 
look for different ways. Look for, um, my mom is very into manifestation, positive thinking, um, dreaming as well. So I remember going into different um, type of therapies um, alone. And it really, at the age of six, it started to be appealing to me dreaming and and dream books and what else can I aspire like I want to be here I want to be alive and all of these things so my mindset journey like and the journey more and, and mindset itself has been since I was a, a little kid and you know when you grow up you get into the adultish life you forget about all this stuff um yeah I was yeah I study finances I was in college for finances I love numbers finances like my love language for sure <laughs> and then I am um, I, I you know did all the correct steps um only to find out that doing the correct steps were like left me uh, on a money burned out because I was unhappy Um, I didn't really know what I was doing I was just chasing the um, quote-unquote success that I needed to to chase but it wasn't my success at all my definition of success at all Um, so money burned out came out and it came out in a very a specific way for me which was active reactivating this this old sickness the way that um i i knew because this condition it gives you purple spots on your body like Mm -hmm. you can press or hit yourself and immediately you have a purple spot that is the um um, red platelets or something like that it's down and oh the whole thing um uh, so that was what I was starting to see on my body and I was like okay I already have chosen to ignore the vomiting the crying I'm seeing these purple spots again mm-hmm. um and then I was like okay that is something I need to know because I know it's about my mind it's where I put my mind where I'm, I'm my focus uh until one day I was uh going to work and on my way to work I fainted and I never fainted before, never have fainted after. It was just like my body had enough. And he's like, okay, this is it. Um, you need to rethink everything that you're doing. Um, because of my own upbringing as well, I knew that my life is valuable. That one, one t- like one day, one yeah. at a specific moment here, it's it should be something to be joyful about and grateful about and not to be worrying about money. And my conflict was that I was a finance professional. Yeah, I was supposed to to had all co- like control over all these things. I was like, the imposter syndrome was huge. Uh, but then I had the decision to make whether this was going to be like, oh, I'm such a fraud. Let's change the career and betray my my passion and love for finances, or going to my own journey and starting to see. I'm going to make this work because it is not possible that I'm going to trade my health and my life for money, but I'm not going to walk away from it either. So it was a very intentional journey, healing journey with myself, knowing about my money story. I never heard like, what the hell was money story? Like, (laughs) do we have a money story? Like four years of college, 
nobody told nobody tells you about that <laughs> right right so it it was a very very intentional and very um a, a path that I had to go through yeah. And that was when the mess method was developed. In 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 this path, I moved from countries. I um transferred from United States. I passed from living in United States to be living in New Zealand. So it was a lot of different conditions, a lot of uh, different behaviors of people with money and I was in that observing mode and with my own journey and this really three different layers of money a method and framework to to deal with money that not only talks about the numbers about the strategy about how to do this so that you get x outcome came about it's a whole we are whole as yeah. a business owners. We are like your business is a whole too. So it's not just about the strategies, about the mindset and it's about the emotions as well. So MESS stands for yeah. um, mindset, emotion, strategy, synergy, which is we are all um, with money are a whole and in such a deeper ways that we cannot yeah. understand until we actually work on it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. Like it's, um, I mean, incredible. How long did that process take from when you fainted to when you're like, okay, Mm. I've got it. Things are right. Because I can imagine there was a lot of internal battle there, you know, where it was like, how am I supposed to, how am I, how am I supposed to back off of my finance job? And at the same time, approach this airy fairy kind of way of making money. Right. And in a way that makes my body happy, like how that seems to like, I would be like, (laughs) you know, like my mind would explode. Yeah. I think it sounds, um, a lot because I'm looking retrospective, but it was really by stages. I was, there was one thing certain for me, which was, I, I will get better. I will like my health is my priority and there was another certain thing that was that I'm gonna figure this out with money because I know how to make this work so those two things came um on the play and at the beginning of the journey was really about knowing myself with money what those understandings and rules and standards were mine and which ones were from my parents or yeah. from my society or from whatever, right? So I, the process was, I would say, about a year or so, but it was piece by piece. Thank like, you. okay, let's yeah. let's start understanding what do we know to be truth right now and what we want to be our reality and it it sucked I mean it it was just like I was in such a limited place I was in such a lack um that I couldn't believe that was there were other ways to to live differently yeah um and that's why um living in New Zealand also helped a lot because it was a completely different standard yeah and it was such a mind opening like oh so I can do whatever I want and I still will get the money oh let's go with that flow so it was a lot of but also it's like hella expensive in New Zealand too though right like 
I have friends yeah. that live there and stuff. So for, for some people, it could be like, oh my God, I need to figure this out. And it's so expensive and like, just throw you fully into the yeah. pool, you know? So that's- yeah, I, I honestly didn't think about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. It. I. Uh, yeah. I honestly didn't think about it. If I made it work in, in one place, I will make it work in another place. It yeah. didn't occur to my mind um that price, and that is to show you what prices really do and and uh, expensive or or cheap is just a subjective thing because yeah. uh, when you see the value of something when you're the value triggers your one and your need it doesn't matter the yeah. monetary amount the price so that was what really happened to me mm-hmm. I was like listen this place is calling me I'm connecting I'm having everything I'm just whatever I'm gonna go and the journey started and it was really the path that I needed to follow uh, one way or another one because it was um I started my business there. I started my podcast there. I started this whole journey uh, there. And I was like, wait, you are telling me that all of this happened because I changed my perspective about money? I was like, whoa, this is just mind blowing. Yeah. Did you, have you, um, oh my God, so many questions. This is such a vibe. (laughs) I love these stories because honestly, like if you think about the world, like there's a lot of people going through a lot of hardship, you know, and, um, you know, layoffs here in America, there's been 50,000 layoffs just in one week in the tech sector. And I think with a lot of people, especially starting businesses and setting out to make sales, you don't realize how much of this work gets in the way of you landing clients, right? Or even being approachable or even projecting your own beliefs onto what you think people Mm. will need. You know, like you see somebody who is a perfect person, you know, who's no different. Like say, like I serve online service entrepreneurs, for example, like I'll give an example. Like say I, I look at somebody on LinkedIn with, 500 followers. And then I look at some, and then I'm like, oh, they, they might need my help. Right. And -hmm. then I look at somebody with a hundred thousand followers and I might say, well, obviously they've got their sales shit in order. They don't Mm -hmm. need my help at all, you know? And so, but honestly, the followers are not there. There's no common out. Like there's plenty of people. Like I saw somebody the other day who has like 160,000 followers who said her highest month was $50,000 in sales. And I thought, damn, that seems kind of low for that amount of followers because I've seen people with 2,000 who make $100,000 in sales a month, you know? And so the money part is just like you said, it's just subjective. And you've got Mm -hmm. to be aware of the patterns going on in your own head about what's possible so that not just you sort your own shit out, but that you're not projecting it out on the world around you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so. yeah, it is. It's absolutely, as you just said, one of the main problems that I target. I chills when I of- say that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the main programs that I target in one of my programs um, to um, better your relationship with money is exactly that because especially 
female entrepreneurs, we tend to project our own story, our own emotions to our clients and we close down that door. It's like, I, I remember I did this post so vividly, I need to do it again on Instagram and say, <laughs> do not reject your clients only because it was your story. And the, the scary part of this is that it's happening in a subconscious level. Yeah. Things that you do with money happens in a subconscious level. You don't, you need to turn your awareness button so much up to be able to understand that what you're doing is um, me story and it's not your client's story because that is public for everybody uh, regardless of how many followers they have regardless of how much experience they have those are metrics that different people will understand in different ways but the fact that you are closing the door uh-huh. even without starting because oh maybe this is um something that really happens to my clients oh they my community cannot afford my prices yeah or the people that that i serve yeah the people that i serve would never be able to pay that no that's not true you couldn't do it and that's okay at that moment you couldn't do it and that's okay but that's your story that's not your client's story so what you need to do is to heal that part of your story that is being projected Mm -hmm. and just turn it around and say listen I know that I can help you with this and that's it Mm -hmm. yeah so what 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 does rich stand for I'm so curious in your mess yeah tell us about mess tell us about rich rich Right. So rich is specifically designed to increase income. Rich stands for recurring income creation habits. So when when you (laughs) see, yeah. So what I do with rich and I put it on my program, income accelerator, it's all about increasing income, breaking through that income plateau and level up and scale to the 10 K months consistently as a female entrepreneur. Rich is really living and embodying mess. It's yeah. when you are actively um, changing your mindset, putting new seats in your brain to open the perspective, when you are regulating your nervous system. This is huge. And that is part of what I do as well with um, your may or may not have most likely you will have um, some financial trauma we yeah. all have. <laughs> yeah. So um, when when you are working to increase your income specifically, when you are embodying that mindset, working with your emotions, regulating your nervous system so it can bypass that trauma, when you are applying the strategy, you're not shining away from your magic, you are going and selling, you are going and inviting people to your products when you are living with those parameters then you can start creating your recurring income creation habits because Mm -hmm. that's what we want right as a a business owner we want to have the consistency that once was the definition of safety with money Mm -hmm. uh, in uh, back on the day when you were nine to five or when it's just as a society that's the definition of safety with money right Um, consistency right so that's what we want to that's what we want to do and that's what rich really allows it so it's a lot of uh, it's a combination of techniques it's a lot of uh, 
clearly breakthrough mindset shifts that you need to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, nervous system regulation with different um, uh, techniques or strategies, methodologies. Uh, I use a lot of hypnosis. I use a lot of subconscious. Again, most of my work is talking yeah. with the subconscious. Like with my clients, the moment that I say, hey, how are you? How was your day? After that, I'm talking to the subconscious. So sometimes it's not really making sense. Like, okay, Ali, why are you talking about trees or elephants or whatever? Like, I'm I'm painting a picture for your mind so that it can relate on their and the subconscious language, which is images, emotions, and and nothing logical. That let's just yeah. <laughs> logical. Right. Um. So really. In, inside of reach uh, the method we have different techniques so that you can advance on that income so you can accelerate your income because at the end of the day what we want is to shift the definition of safetyness with money increase that income and get to the level of okay this is my new normal i cannot go lower than this yeah. just like uh, you have we all have a new a, a normal with money mm-hmm. and that's why income plateaus get created so what we do is to increase it show it and regulate and say oh i can stay here so let's go for more and huh i can stay here it's safe for me to stay here let's go for more yeah yeah like so much of it is like value and inner worth that we attach you know and so what i've seen a lot is people who might come from corporate could go land a job in corporate that six figures tomorrow and have the confidence of like, you know, like the BDE completely, you know, and like, I could get that. I could get that job, like no problem. But then if they've been on the, on like the coaching side or service side for a year, two years, three years, four years, whatever, and, you know, just literally staying in a very low income like, you know, pizza delivery people making more than what you're making in your coaching industry, you know, the coaching business, right? Yes. Like if you've been in that, then you start to create such a powerful story around what it's like being in business that, you know, it's, it's hard to transfer that big dick energy from your, you know, job, like going to get your job into your business because, you like feel like such a loser. Like people come to me, they're like, I am like, you know, with all of like the loser thoughts, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, you could go and do this tomorrow and and you know, like with with that right same energy. So what would you say to somebody like that? Cause I know I work with a lot of people like that and that they're listening to the podcast because let's face it, sales is not easy. It takes a lot of, you know, belief in yourself. And if you don't have the the full belief in your value and in your worth, then it's going to be an uphill battle. And that's usually where I start with people too. Yeah. Well, I always say this and is that work with your brain and not against it. Okay. Yeah. The reason why are you are feeling like a complete loser and that tomorrow you can land a uh, six figures you know, a job or whatever, and you cannot do it with your business is because your brain has understood what is safe for you to do and how it's safe for you to get money. And that's where my work is mostly about. You have created a 
comfort zone with money in such a deep level that it, it's not really you doing something intentionally it comes from mostly when you are from zero to seven that your subconscious mind walking so it's about what your parents told you what your caregivers what your school everything around you what you absorb and now your brain is telling you listen i know you want to make money but it is not safe for you like imagine how many years it will take imagine like who you are to make this happen don't go there go and land the job and then you give in into that old pathway and that's the result that you get so Mm -hmm. when I say work with your brain and not against that is like a star by shifting that narrative by healing that narrative and really getting to the the story that you have right there one of the questions that I love to do um the people that I start working they start working with is tell me what your parents say about entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and tell me what your parents say about having money as an entrepreneur it doesn't have to be you it can be the person that put a shop uh the neighbor that decided to leave the job tell me how they refer Mm -hmm. to that kind of people and I will tell you exactly where we need to start to shift out because <laughs> <laughs> that is where the nitty gritty comes in. Um, so most definitely listen to those emotions that are coming to the surface. Why are you feeling such a loser? And if you start digging a little bit deeper on why you're feeling that, you will get to the point to understand, well, I'm feeling a loser because I should have been generating money and I knew and after conversations and all that, I knew I know that if I don't make money, my my parents, my wife, my husband will look at me and say, Well, this is not working. You should get a real job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, wait a minute, this is my real job. So we need to start changing that story. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. And then um, because it's it's really interesting to see that patterning there of like, because another one, something that usually comes up is like, well, it's it's okay for other people to do that. But Mm. like, but one of my children no, it just doesn't work out. It's safer to just go get another job. Even if you've been like, that was one thing I had to work through personally. You know, I'm an open book on, on these podcasts, but like, you know, cause my mom would look at like my brother tried to, to do his own thing. And then I tried to get my real estate license and it didn't work out. And it was always like, well, what, you know, once, you know, it's like the silent judgment of, we're just yeah. gonna, not going to say anything unsupportive. We're just going to cheer once you actually get a real job and be like, oh, thank God, I was hoping you'd do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so like for me, that was a big thing to work through because yeah. that puts that story on you of, well, it's safe for other people. Other people can do the entrepreneur thing. Yeah. Other people can be successful, but I can't. It's safer and I can make money easier in a corporate job you know? Yeah. And, and even I had been laid off like six times in a row from, I, I was a pharmaceutical sales rep for 20 years and I lost my job six times through due to like layoffs because that's, it's a volatile industry too. You know, it was like the original yeah. tech industry of like, they keep us for a year right. and then let go. And once it was like two weeks before Christmas. And so, 
you know, there was no say it was all an illusion, the golden handcuff mm-hmm. illusion of safety, but you know, it's it your subconscious doesn't care what color the handcuffs are. They just don't want <laughs> you to find the key, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And it, it's such a what you say, it's an, an illusion. And here's the thing, because it is an illusion, you can plan a new illusion, right? Um, and that's most of the most of the work. Um, oh, because yeah. if you have um one reality you can have another reality if you are making money on your corporate job you can make money on your business you can make money in other career if that's what you want um now how believable is that for your brain and how your nervous system will allow new information to enter that is the real job and this is why i'm so so obsessed and passionate with rich uh because i combine like your nervous system is like the gates keeping things outside yeah, of you like constricted. right yeah. right so what we do is to really see how these gates come down when i'm telling you information um and you start absorbing that like oh that is really a good thing to do that is like having or increasing my level of money right now it's a really good thing to do but I only can get to that point if your nervous system is down if you are working from a stress place from I don't have money I don't know how I'm gonna make this work I should go back and look for something else then we are not gonna get that far (laughs) yeah yeah so you say you use like hypnosis I'm trained in hypnosis too but it was been like we didn't actively use it right away. So I'm like, oh, maybe yeah. I should go back and like revisit that course again. You know, got, yeah. it's one thing to get, that's why certifications to me are like, whatever. Yeah. Because like you exactly. got to use it every day or else you lose it. You yeah. Know? So I'm, yeah. I would love, do you like sell um, standalone hypnoses for money or have any like packages that people could purchase or anything like that? Or is it mainly just one on one that you do? Yeah, it's one on one. It is inside of the programs because I don't have a recording for it. So yeah. what we do is that on our sessions, I will get pieces of what is it that is <laughs> happening. So we really get to the bottom of it because with the money mindset and with every mindset, but specifically with money mindset, you get layers of death of why. Like think of it like one idea was planted when you were three years old or four years old and then you have magnetized more and more reasons of why that idea works and it is truth for you Mm -hmm. Uh, so we have to go to the different layers of that so I usually do the hypnosis um, one-on-one working with whatever is coming up we Mm -hmm. clear up and people text the recording and I also combine it with a lot it's not just hypnosis we do time traveling with through the emotion which is when this happened um why did it happen we shift the energy I'm a huge believer in energy work as well um so we shift the energy there um we come back we visualize and and change the pattern i also do some rrt which is rapid resolution therapy sometimes so it's just like a combination so for me to put it a hypnosis is not fair to do because people (laughs) will be like like oh i thought that was a hypnosis it was a whole trip yes it is a whole trip (laughs) with your subconscious yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, totally. Well, um, 
Oh, wait, I have to ask you. Oh, wait, okay. I have a quick question first. So yes. can you answer for the listeners? This is what, like, explain why. So if you have two people and they mm -hmm. follow the same exact strategy and they both really want to, to like, say, for example, DM strategy, right? Like a lot of people, I, I coach on how to make sale, you know, how to follow the sales process, do it in a more relationship based. So not any like cold pitches or fucking any yeah. of that. Shit. But yeah. like, you know, I, I started out with braces and a bad haircut in my first pharma job. I looked like I was like 14 <laughs> years old and I was calling <laughs> on like old men that were oncologists that had gone to school for like 18 years. I mean, they'd been yeah. in school almost as long as I'd been alive. And so I couldn't sell off like my authority or yeah. look at my expert. I know more than you kind of like, yeah, that was not going to fly. Cause they all looked at me. Like I was their like college daughter, you know, that was back home. Right her break, you know? And so I started just forming relationships and, you know, getting, listening well and getting to know the offices and building connections. And that's what's worked for me for so long. And I feel like that's really where we're going. Like what you're saying around, you know, emotions and feelings and, you know, really tapping into that, but not in like a manipulative way, more of like a connection based way. Right. Correct. So um, so in the DM strategy, that's a lot of what I walk people through and you could have two people who make, you know, the same amount of DMs, you know, reach out, they've got the same amount of intentions, but one it works for, and the other, it, it doesn't like the others just like hitting, like, no, they don't know, you know what I mean? They don't know what's going on. So what, yeah. what do you think is going on there? Because I, I love getting the other side too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, everything comes down to who you are. Yeah, that is very important with money and everything that has to do with business. Um, strategies. There are a thousand of strategies, yeah. just like money, right? I can teach you a thousand of strategies. That is only gonna be a one perfect strategy for you, and is the one that works for you and that needs to consider your story that needs to consider what you like and what you don't that needs to consider what you believe it can get you there and what you don't mm -hmm. um so when when it comes to having let's say sales um the the money amount of the sale having the same conditions having the same strategy i will ask how do you feel with this strategy because mm -hmm. the truth is that when you embody the strategy that's yours yeah. you can make it work right you don't you don't doubt about it but when you start doubting about it and when you are shushing your story and what really you are aligned to then the results are less and even worse the results that you get add to that money the story, story <laughs> right add to that money story creating a bigger layer to work yeah. uh, through so i'm i'm huge on not dming i don't dm people mm -hmm. i that it's just eh, it wasn't for me but i had um i had to discover that for myself too i understood what my ways are i understood what fits with my money story i have a huge um tendency to to be 
trigger or the shame to be triggered on my morning story. And I actively work on that because my upbringing was a lot of shame, a lot of shame around morning. So I'm very aware of that. And every time that I see the trigger coming in, I'm like, hey, I know you. I know you're here for a life. Like this, let's dive deep on into that. Uh, so all of my strategies around my, my work allows me to put a, a perfect stage for me to recognize a work instead of uh, being you know beating myself down because of it yeah yeah totally yeah so for me I like there was definitely a lot of that too growing up because my it was always like um we'd have a lot of money and then it just wasn't safe to have a lot of money right and so my, um, I remember, cause my dad actually was in jail when I was really young and they, they got him. I'm like, was he Pablo Escobar? Because like, what was he really doing in Colombia in the seventies? Right. <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> and so, but, um, but yeah, he went to, they got them on tax evasion, but it was pretty much bringing marijuana into the States, right? You know, back in the right. days in Florida. Come yeah. on. And so, um, <laughs> and so we had obviously like, and I was young, I was, I would have been like, you know, three or four years old when all of that was happening. So very formative memories. And my mom got remarried when I was seven. And so, but she got married to a school teacher, a safe school teacher. And so we didn't mm. have a lot of money growing up but it was a safe, nice, fine life. Right. And so, um, but I remember when I was young, my mom paying like 66,000 to the IRS, like in back taxes. So like we went from being very wealthy, living in a super nice house, like on the water to now we're living like, (laughs) like in a Mm -hmm. suburb, like what's this, you know, or in like an apartment, you know, and in my, in my life, actually, that happened to me multiple times where I would have this job where I'd make a lot of money. I had a hundred K in the bank and then I got divorced and my ex-husband, I had to split a lot of it with him and spend a lot on lawyers. And then, you know, uh-huh. I would build it up and then get laid off or I'd get, you know, and go blow through it, you know? And so there's a lot of looking at that repattering and being like, okay, no, no availability for that shit anymore. Like yeah, we're exactly. up and up only, up and up only. But <laughs> you know, you can't, I always tell my husband, like you can't paint over the mold, you know, like you, you can't just be like, there's no weeds there, you know, like if something's happening in that pattern, cause you can easily, like you say, be shifted back into it you know, cause your brain's like, Oh wait, come back to me. That was safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 Even if you've yeah. done a lot of it work is- around it. Yeah, exactly. And it's always uh, one, do the work and two, have the willingness to do the work. It's not that I am exempt from getting into my loops. That's why I have a coach. So she can call me on on my own BS because that's the thing. When you are in the battle, you cannot see that you're bullshitting. (laughs) You really cannot see it. So um, that's why I, I love to be a coach, but I also understand and love to have a coach on myself yeah. because otherwise I wouldn't get out of my own way that yeah. is something that I learned very at the very beginning of this mm-hmm. year now like um, I don't want 
to waste time getting on my way because that to me is wasting time when I know I can reach out for somebody and this person it's the most direct person that you can have so she's not going around like you're doing this 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 this, and that and this is what you need to work on so I yeah I love it oh my god it's so good okay the have you read this book the happy pocket full of money yeah it's one of my favorites. I actually picked it up. Um, I have I didn't even know where I had put it. And I was getting a hat down from the my closet the other night. And I was like, oh, that's where it is. I'm <laughs> and then and then you booked it and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna grab that and see if you read it. So it's such a good one. This is like the money yeah. Bible right here. Like if you it's- fall into this is like the first place. It is like. Okay. Oh my God, look at it. <laughs> yes. Highlighting and everything. So yeah, guys, go to um, Amazon and get a happy pocket full of money if you want to yeah. learn about the infinite wealth and abundance in the here and now. And Alejandra, so much. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. This is such a fabulous conversation. This was worth a thousand dollars in itself. Like she took you to church here, money church. All right. Like, (laughs) thank you so much. So tell everybody, where do you hang out? Like give all the details. I'm going to put what you gave me into the show notes. So you guys can go find Alejandra too. And, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Absolutely. You can find me uh, on Instagram most of the time. So I'm there as at um, Money Mindset Expert. You can go to my web website, themoneymindsethub.com, and you can find uh, all of the offering programs right now. I am opening spaces for the income accelerator. So if you want to increase your income, break income plateau, that is the program for you. Uh, we talk about it here. So just check it out, themoneymindsethub.com slash income, and you will get all of the details there. Okay, perfect. I can't wait. I'm going to come follow you on Instagram too, because I love yeah. all of the money stuff. You got to stay on top of your money mindset, guys, because it is something that you don't just do once and then stop doing. If you If you do that, it's the equivalent of, working out to look hot on vacation and then you just eat like steak fries and fried mayonnaise balls and drink your face off for like two months (laughs) and two years and then wonder why your body's gone to shit so definitely stay on top of it (laughs) perfect example (laughs) so thank you so much I love this conversation and you know, I am so excited that you're the first guest on this podcast and I will, I can't wait to, to, well, by now I've released it, but internally right (laughs) now, my little money mindset girl is excited. So thank you so much. You guys have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. I want you to imagine for a second that you are the type of person who feels completely confident when you're promoting your programs and you know exactly what to say and do and how to say it and how to do it during all of your sales conversations so that you get on the phone with people who are already pre-sold asking, how can we get started without you even having to pitch them? How amazing would that be? Now, 
This is the type of result that you can expect in the Sales Queen Takeover Mastermind. This is my new mastermind that's starting in March. And this will change the course of your business forever because you will not only attract people who want to buy, but you'll start attracting leaders who want to stay with you a long time and keep working with you. So if you are a coach or consultant or creative who wants to easily fill out and sell your programs with your ideal fit clients and start hearing way more of a yes and no more getting ghosted, then DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram at Cassie McKenzie on LinkedIn or at XO Cassie McKenzie on Instagram and DM me the word takeover so that we can talk about how this will change the course of your business and I can share some of my secrets around, you know, give you some ideas that you can implement immediately based off of what you're doing currently and what you can be doing in a non-salesy way to make more sales and to really feel proud and feel powerful when you're selling because it becomes more fun, right? It's more fun, easy, and effortless. So DM me on social media to talk about this, or you can book a call by hitting up the the show notes, the link in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye. If you loved this episode of I'm Not Salesy, then go ahead and hit subscribe so that you're notified of the next episode. And also leave a five-star rating and a review And if you send it to the link in the show notes, we will send you a present in return. We also love to feature reviews on the podcast as well. So we'd love to feature yours. So go ahead and send a screenshot to the inbox and come find me on social media. I love hearing what you're up to and how you're becoming not salesy too. I'll see you in the next episode.